Let's go down towards the clubhouse here at Petco Park and hear from the skipper. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian Resource. Five out of six, so we'll take it. I mean, it isn't always easy, but, you know, we've done it in different, seems like different fashions, and um, we needed to finish strong, and hopefully we get to sit on some confidence for a little while and come back second half. We know we got a lot of work to do. What have you noticed out of Manny in the last maybe week, week and a half, and kind of the way he's... It's just kind of Manny, right? So I think the the against the grain was the fact that he... You know, didn't put up the numbers that he normally does for for a couple months. But you know, it's good pitching now. It's starters. It's early in the game. Put it, give us leads. It's today adding on. You know, those those are the prime time players that do that. For Joe to finish strong like he did today, what did that do for you guys? And I know he's getting a little bit of a break after right. the All Star game or All Star break. It looks like what is this mean for you guys going forward? Yeah, I think it's huge for us because we lean on some some of our starters. Obviously, a lot of last year and this year as well. Um, you know, he got off to a little bit of a different start and really kind of caught his footing here the last several. I, I, I think he'll tell you today, maybe not his best stuff, but ended up making pitches when he had to. Didn't have great command of his fastball today, but spun the ball really well. You know, obviously hit a few guys, but at the end of the day, ended up getting some some double plays and some making big pitches when he had to. I know you alluded to you had to finish strong. Um and there's no way to predict with your team. I imagine that you feel that way. But what did going five and one on this road trip and closing it out with the two victories? What do you think it did? Well, it gives us a. We shouldn't have to manufacture confidence. Everybody in this clubhouse has done well, and you know, it should be able to to lean on that in times when things aren't going well. But to to you know we Anaheim was playing having a good season coming in these guys are a really good team that we're what run five or six in a row coming in here too so I think you know when you have three or four days to to sit on the fact that we just won five out of six hopefully it just kind of you know rejuvenates us and and you know we come back with more confidence coming out of the break because it's been it's been a hard first half for us how much do you point out to your team that like the defensive plays you made today. I mean, today was kind of indicative of how you guys have played in right. so many facets of the game. Well, not only good defensive plays, good defensive plays when we needed good defensive plays. You know, the the double play with Bogey and Kim to start, and we didn't even know if Kim was going to be able to play today. Um, you know, th- those are real momentum swings because when you're not playing great, all of a sudden a couple guys get on, you know, the, the feeling kind of creeps in and and it's not a good feeling. So to be able to squash it with good defense, which is a lot of times really our calling card, even though we have the ability to, to you know, obviously score some runs. But I think that's been, you know, over the last couple of years, really the, you know, a mainstay of ours is being able to make big plays in big situations. Bob, talking to Xander before the game, he's clearly been frustrated with his first half or maybe the inability to be a little more consistent offensively. What... What can he do moving forward in your eyes to try to find more of what he's been in the first half of his 10 seasons, 11 seasons? You know, the what, the first few weeks he was really by far our best hitter production-wise. So, And he's had quite a career offensively. I think when you get into a lineup like ours, um, 
you know, now you're not necessarily the guy that gets that gets leaned on every single game. You know, it's it's just a little bit of a different feeling. But but he was there early on. He's going to be there in the second half. And I think as a group, you know, it's it's you don't have to feel like you are the guy. And and even though he's been a guy, and I think he we, he's gonna he's primed for a good second half. Kind of building on your thoughts about that double play, even though Xander was one for four and maybe not the first half he wanted, he was involved in three big defensive right. plays, including one in the eighth and then right. to end the game in the ninth that could have gotten away from you exactly. maybe a little bit. Yep, those balls take a bad hop and or you're a little slow to it or you don't get of it, get a great exchange and get it out of your glove quickly. You know, he tends to do things kind of on the run more than a lot of shortstops do. So all those are big plays. They look like they're you're easy or they're semi-routine plays. They're not. And every single one of those, like you pointed out, were big plays at the time. There's not a ton of opportunity during a baseball season to kind of pause and assess where things are. And I know there's a couple of days before you have to play again, but what do you make of the challenge that awaits you in the second half in, in terms of where you are trying to get to? It's a challenge, but it, you know, I, I, I don't try not to look at these things mathematically. Like you have to win so many games to get to X because we have the ability to go on a run, and if you make a run, you, you're right there. So I think more than anything, that's something that we should that should resonate with us is if we go on a good stretch, we're going to be right there, um, and then that will give us more and more momentum going forward. But it's easier said than done because we haven't done it this year to this point. How much does finishing 5-1 and one maybe help that specifically? I think it does. I think significantly. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse here at Petco Park as the Padres win it 6-2 to two over the New York Mets. They take two of three from the Mets, and like you heard a few times there, the Padres go a 5-1 and one on this final homestand of the first half. They sweep the Angels and win this series against New York. The Padres will head into the All-Star break six games out of a wild-card spot in the National League. They have work to do, but it is not insurmountable by any means, and the Padres, we know, have to go on a run and you heard bob melvin there at the very end there's no doubt that you go into the all-star break and into the second half with a much better feeling right now than you did really about a week ago when that series was wrapping up in cincinnati so the padres did what they needed to do on this homestand we talked about it after the sweep against the angels uh, on wednesday night that if the Padres could take two out of three from the Mets, you would consider this a very good finish to the first half and a very good homestand. They did exactly that. They lose Friday, showed some resiliency, bounced back Saturday and Sunday. So, again, Padres will enter the All-Star break six games out of a playoff spot. Do they have work to do? Yes. Are they still three games below 500? Yes. Is it where anybody thought they would be at the All-Star break? If you asked us in spring training, no. But... All it takes is a run right now. And the Padres certainly ended the first half uh, much better than they played uh, for the most part uh, in the uh, prior uh, few months before uh, the last week or so. So, look, optimism and uh, hopefully some confidence inside that clubhouse as they head into the All-Star break. A well-deserved rest for everybody, but then it is right back to it on Friday in Philadelphia. Start of a very, very critical four-game series right out of the gate in the second half against the Phillies because the Phillies are 48-41. and 41. 
They are firmly a wild card team because everybody's way behind Atlanta in the National League East, and the Phillies are just a half game out of a wild card spot uh, as of today. Right now, the NL wild card teams, by the way, would be Miami, Arizona, and San Francisco. Philadelphia, half game out. Milwaukee, a half game out. San Diego, six out. So again, not only is it six out, but it's not like you have five, six teams in front of you right now. You've got two teams between you and a playoff spot. And uh, again, not insurmountable, but do the Padres have work to do? Yes, they do. And hopefully this last week is a sign of things to come. A lot more to do on our post-game show. I want to dive into what Manny Machado did here today, what he's done in the month of July so far, dive into what Joe Musgrove has done since late May, talk about uh, a number of different aspects in this game. I will mention this because uh, it was talked about there with Bob Melvin. Hassan Kim being back in the lineup today ended up being a really big deal if if not only for the first inning alone the leadoff single got that rally started in the first inning to tease the double sets up the Manny Machado home run uh, Kim would have two singles in this game so great to see him miss just one day back in the lineup here today and certainly from uh, very early on had an impact in this game